on demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. I just think that you need to understand how gross uh, something you did was at lunch earlier this week, and Jess. it needs to be brought to our attention because I don't want you acting like this when you go to lunch with other people. Jess has a real issue. She said, basically, I broke etiquette when it comes to like dining with other people. Okay. During this time. So what? what is, and by this time, you mean what? Like during these COVID pandemic times, okay. if you are making the choice to eat out with other people who are not in your household, I feel like these are things that we probably should be aware of. Set the scene. So we're at lunch with two other people and- Who we know- very well. Who we okay? Yes, very one well. One is our boss. Like, I mean, when's our boss? We can say who it is. Like, when's our boss? Okay, right? fine. No, 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 no. We know these people very well. I consider us close to them, yeah. but it's not like we're close quarters to them. It's not like we're sharing the same space with them. Okay. We're all in different places. We're not in the same household, and it's not like we're related to anybody. Sure. So, um, a, an order of chips and salsa was was for the table. Right. We went to Poppy's Tacos over in Fells Point. Yes. Yeah. And I to be respectful, poured the salsa on my plate so there was just no sharing or cross-contamination or like trying to limit as much touching as possible. Like we sat outside, we're doing all the things to take extra precautions that we can. Yes. And Kramer was just in it to win it, like <laughs> munching it up, dipping in, in, in all the things yeah. and all the places. All of a sudden I look over and I'm like, why is Jess pouring salsa onto her plate? Uh-huh. What's the point of that? And then I can kind of tell in my peripheral, because we're actually with someone else that we who we interact with, you know, professionally, you know, and I, I see this horrified look in Jess's face like this man is literally dipping directly into the salsa. Yes. And then our boss actually had his own salsa. So he was like doing his own thing. Yeah. And then the other person there. Wasn't even dipping dipping in anything. Have we gone so far? Because, again, yes, we're in COVID times. I get it, right? But we're with a group of people that we know. And I thought it would be perfectly fine. But you know casually. You're not hanging out with these people all the time. You barely see one of them. Barely. And then the other, we're, we're, I mean, you and I are still in separate studios. I double, I didn't double dip the chip just so that we're very clear. Are you sure? But no, I know 100%. You know me. I get pretty germaphobic. That's why I see. I That's why I'm much confused by you because you claim to be so germaphobic. And I'm like, he's not being germaphobic right now. I think I should be the litmus test on here. It, when you're with a group of people, just picture this in, in your situation really quick. You sit down with a group of people, okay? That you are that you don't share space with all the that time. That you're not family or dating or anything else. Okay? Yeah, rarely ever in the same room with. Is there any problem with sharing salsa? Does that gross you out in COVID times? Because even in, let's take COVID out of it, you know, does that still gross you out when you're with a group of people? Can you all share the same bowl of salsa? Or are you going to be Miss Prim and Proper over here? She prim like, and, uh, prim and pro- who the hell takes the salsa and puts it on a plate? Prim and proper. You just, you that, you don't, if you're with a I'm just taking you know, a precaution. It's not prim and proper. I'm just trying to be respectful of other people other than myself. We've been debating this off the air now for two days. He said prim and proper, please. 410-583-1065. If you're with a group of people, you can share salsa, right? Like, does, does that gross you out? Does that freak you out? Are you Miss Prim and Proper like Jess over here? Like, oh, no. Get near. Or, or should you ask just to be, you know, considerate of ask. other people around you? What do you think? Why do you? Why would you or have should you to just ask, ask to there's make sure no, everyone's comfortable with it to be considerate of someone other than yourself? There's no contact, right? There's no. Here's the, here's the point that I'm trying to make. There's no contact between you and the salsa. There's a chip in between you, which never goes back in there. It's fine. 
I don't know. Ask the germaphobe of the show. Sometimes you drop it in there and you have to grab it again. I'm just saying. 410-583-1065. In these COVID times, would you feel weird about sharing sauce? Are you prim and proper like Jess? You just a real one like me. That's what you're calling yourself? You're hungry for some When you're saucer. so germaphobic so and you like go- you're calling the everything else gross, but to but now you want to be the real one all of a sudden. 410. Interesting. I think 100% of the calls coming in are going to be on my side. Saying this is not a big deal. You can just go in for some salsa. Right. 410-583-1065. Lisa, Lisa, good morning. Good morning. Uh, is it is it bad to share chips and salsa during these COVID times? Would you have put the salsa on your plate or would you be a real one? And just go for it because you're hungry. No, you just go for it. You go for it. Put salsa on your plate. Eats all over the place. Yeah, yeah, Jess. You, but Lisa, would you would you do that at like a professional lunch or with people or or like with your family and like and like because because this is not this was like a professional meeting type lunch. Do you get what I'm saying? I do, but I kind of am a chips and salsa freak. So yep. if they're in front of me, I'm going to devour them. Yeah, <laughs> Jess, she's a freak with it. So like you can't you can't argue. No, that. I get it. Thank you for calling 410-583-1065. Dominique from Essex. Good morning. Good morning. Are, are you prim and proper plate? Or are you down and dirty with the just straight chips and salsa? I'm the down and dirty for the chips and salsa. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know, like, you know, especially because, like, you know, because me and my friends, we do eat out together. Yes. We do, like, we like we already know, don't double dip. And right. we all just okay with that. That's, yeah, that's you know. it. It's, it's a. It but is you're a- all okay with that. Like you, you kind of, you, you guys are all okay with that. What I'm saying is, if that isn't, if that already mindset is not known with everybody at the at the table, I just don't want to make that assumption and just assume that everybody is totally okay with it. Dominique, was there a conversation had about it, or it's just a common respect? You don't just, you just don't double dip. We're adults here, you know. Common respect, though, like because all of us feel the same way about stuff like that. Exactly. Even before the COVID, like don't double dip. Yeah. And that's how, it, like, it, and like it, to me, I feel as if even before COVID, you shouldn't be double dipping in the first place. No. Period. So that's, that's a given. How always kept it anyway. Yeah, exactly. That's a given. Nothing has changed. You have the barrier of the chip. Thank you for calling. You have a barrier of a chip, which is going to, you know, there's no there's no saliva being being transferred. Who is this, Jess? Uh, this is Barbara. Barbara, Barbara, tell Jess it's not a big deal, please. It is a big deal. Wh- why? You, you don't, um, if you're out with your family, that's one thing. But if you're out with strangers or people you work with, you put it on your plate. Why? You don't dip it in because it's, it's disgusting. Can you please explain to him that you're just trying to be polite and courteous of other people? Exactly, you're being respectful of other people because of all the germs and everything. No, you put it on your plate. What germ? What germ is being transferred? I don't understand. In a professional setting, a at a professional, professional work lunch meeting, I think you just kind of take that extra step to be considerate of others and not assume That's right. you have that to you be can just do that. Of your coworkers. You should you should have seen Jess's face. She was mortified. She was mortified. Like, how dare you be such a savage with these chips and salsa? Hello, Kim and Towson. Good morning. Hey, good morning, you guys. How Hi. Are you? We're doing well. How are you? I'm great. What's what's the chips and salsa rule right now? What are we doing? Oh my God. Um, first of all, I have to tell you, you guys made me laugh. So hard, I almost drove over a curb. <laughs> that was like the best part of my morning. I'm telling you, it was awesome. I love it. Well, thank you. Awesome. I mean, it's, but I, I know there's humor behind it, but like, I'm happy we could do that for you. I mean, I'm glad this. Honestly, of all the COVID things we could be fighting about, I'll take chips and salsa. Oh no, it's oh, nice. yeah, exactly. You know? um, 
So what's, what's the I, rule right now? How do you feel about it? you sit down with a group of people that you don't live in the same house with? Like, are you going you going to go in straight? Or are you going to go you going to you plating or you straighten? What's up? I'm I'm straightened. Yeah. I'm telling you, yeah, yeah. down and dirty, baby. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's there's a barrier of a chip. The, I'm totally the, with Kramer on this the, one. I'm sorry, Jeff. Even yeah. like with your bosses or, or like kind of like a professional setting, because I would get it if it's like these people are like super super close to you and you hang out with them all the time. But like professional, like lunch so meeting type situation. By- yeah, I know all my bosses, and we're—I've worked with them for years, so I would be totally comfortable. But we with haven't. It. But we haven't. Like we've oh. barely known everyone for like less than a year at this point. I get it. I guess I would in your situation. I—I I, I would have the conversation and yeah. then go for it. I listen. I feel like the the chip, the tortilla chip, has been the face mask of appetizers. Oh my God! Stop it! <laughs> since, You're being ridiculous. Since pre-COVID. <laughs> So stupid. Okay, now it's getting dumb. (laughs) Hey, thank you for calling us. We appreciate you. Have a great Thursday, okay? Thanks for making me laugh. You guys have a great day. You too. See ya. Bye. 410-583-1065. Kenny from Aberdeen. Yes, sir. Good morning. Good morning. Listen, we're deeming it. Are you straighten or are you plating? You going straight for the chips and sauce or you going to put it on a plate first? I am straightened. Yeah! <laughs> Kenny, yeah. why? Even yeah. in a professional environment, like a work meeting, lunch with people that you barely see or spend time with, you're just going to go ahead and go for it without being, without asking first? Well, I think the establishment sets a precedence. If they come out and bring the chips out separately for everybody and the sauce is yeah. separate for everybody, then you got it. But if they're bringing it out all together, I mean, how are people getting the chips on their plate, first of all? Yes! Are you grab they, them and you put them on you, your plate. You're already touching the chips. The chips have already been well, touched. You're touching the chips already. <laughs> so everybody's touching the chips. So if you're doing that, then dip, dip. If I see somebody double dip, they're getting a the whole bowl of sauce. Yeah. But other than that, yeah. <laughs> Then it's yours. Then we don't want yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Other than that, dude, I'm so glad you called today. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. See ya. Bye. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. Guess what? This what? time tomorrow, Friday. Oh, yeah. It's pretty cool, right? One more sleep. One more sleep till Friday, baby. We mm-hmm. did it. What's going on, 6 o'clock club? Welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. It's a thousand things you can listen to in the car nowadays. Yeah. You chose us, and that's really super special. We appreciate you for doing that. We call this the 6 o'clock club, and it, it is pretty special because unlike the other things you can listen to, we're live, we're in Maryland, and like the sun's not awake. And we're all sharing that experience together. Right. You know? mm-hmm. So what we say is like, hey, if you're up, be a part of it. Just text us. We want to know who you are. 410-583-1065 and then we'll give you a shout out. Veronica, good morning. Carrie is so very. Darren, the flight attendant, wants everyone to have a thriving Thursday. Yeah. I love that. Right, Johnny E, good morning. Hope Adobe, hello. Queen Pam, Kenny from PA. Tabitha, good morning. Our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber. Delightful. Debbie, good morning. Mike, good morning. Jermaine, Chuck E, Sarah and Stu, LG, the sassy scientist, Lisa, Lori, sexy Dan, Terrence, and Melanie from Westminster. Good morning. Get your text in. Did you see this? The job you'll most likely have based on the monthly you're born. No. Did you say this morning? It's no. It's kind of going around. It's trending. Interesting. There's a website, the job website, that said this is the career you'll most likely have gravitated towards depending on the month that you're born. Okay. I want to go over these really quick and then 6 o'clock club, you confirm if that's like for real if or this not. Is, if this is what you do. Yes. You know what I mean? If anybody, because like, first off, some of these, 
not jobs. Um, so I'm like, what? Uh-huh. But I'd be curious if anybody listening in the six o'clock club is like, yes, I do that, and this is my birth month, okay? Or if you're like, absolutely not, that sounds terrible. So January, you're most likely to be a debt collector or a doctor, okay? Okay. February, artist or traffic cop. Cool. March, pilot and a musician. Oh. Top jobs that people gravitate towards if they're born in these certain months. April, this is so weird. For some reason, they've listed dictator. Okay. You're most like apparently uh, Hitler, Saddam Hussein, and uh, a, a bunch of dictators were born in April, so they're saying like... That's a little aggressive. I doubt we'll get a text from a dictator, but, you know. All right. Politicians most likely be born in May. Okay. So if you work in politics, let us know. Um, June is CEOs and Nobel Peace Prize winners. Uh-huh. How about that? Uh, July is bricklayers uh-huh. and train drivers. We're talking about the jobs that you most likely gravitate towards. Uh-huh. Depending on the month you were born, um, August is bricklayers again. Okay. So I'm not sure. September athlete mm-hmm. or a physicist. Oh. October, they don't have a specific job, but if you were born in October, you're more likely to live to be a hundred years old. That's cool. That's kind of cool, right? Uh, November apparently is when the most serial killers were born. Oh. So, mm-hmm. sorry about you, November babies. And uh, December is dentist. Okay. So, anybody listening right now, if you're like, oh my gosh, I doubt any serial killers are going to text us, but uh, if, if, if your job fell into that category for that birth month, mm-hmm. let us know. I think it's interesting, too, because you could almost look at it, if it's not that specific job, but maybe the quality. So, yeah, like, maybe you're not a dentist, but maybe you're, like, a clean freak. You okay, know what I sure. mean? That'd be, that'd be kind of interesting to try to look into, because no one wants to say you're a serial killer, but right. maybe you're just a little off, and that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know? November babies, Texas, you think that's true, too? <laughs> Most likely to be a serial killer. Mix 106.5. It's top three with Kramer and Jess. Trending stories in Baltimore and across the nation. We'll do shout-outs here in a second. Sorry. Uh, top three stories in the city with Jess. And we start from the top. Number three. The kids at the Level Up Leadership Academy Summer Camp in West Baltimore are trying to make a difference before they head back to school. And the kids have organized a community cleanup that's taking place this weekend. And they are gathering at four different uh, recreation centers to pick up trash. Former Ravens wide receiver Tory Smith co-founded the group that holds the summer camp level 82. And he said that they want to show kids that they have the power to become change makers. And they're trying to actually get a thousand people to come help clean this weekend. The community cleanup is happening this Saturday, August 14th from 10 a.m. to noon at the Hilton Rec Center, the C.C. Jackson Rec Center, the Rita R. Church Comp Center, and also the Cahill Fitness Center, too. And then I'll, I'll post a link on our Facebook just so you can see the locations and times. Um, Kramer and Jess, Mix 106.5 Mornings. Cool. Number two. If you're doing something that's illegal for multiple reasons, maybe don't do it in the most public place ever. Otherwise, your arrest might just go viral like this guy's. An employee in South Carolina was arrested this week after giving a tattoo to a child in the middle of a McDonald's restaurant. The tattoo actually happened on Friday, but someone posted a video of the guy wearing gloves and seated at a table in the McDonald's dining room working on his underage client. And of course, the the video goes viral. Cops then get involved and McDonald's tattoo artist has been arrested. It's not clear how, uh, how old the kid was. They have not released the age yet, but it looks like a teenager. The tattoo artist is 28 year old 
McDonald's employee Brandon Presha. He's facing charges for tattooing a minor and tattooing without a license and is currently being held in jail on a $25,000 bond. Anybody get a tattoo underage? Anybody get a tattoo underage? Because I know that sometimes it happens like in garages and McDonald's and, you know, a little low-key. And how do you feel about it now? Yes, I'm wondering. If you ever get a tattoo and you're underage, I don't know if we call us this early in the morning, but 410-583-1065. All right? Number one. Jeopardy announced its permanent host yesterday. Executive producer Mike Richards has been confirmed as the permanent host of Jeopardy after months of auditions that featured several different candidates, including fan favorite LeVar Burton and others. He'll replace Alex Trebek, who passed away after losing his battle with pancreatic cancer last November. And that's not all. Uh, Ma'am Bialik from Big Bang Theory, who also auditioned for the spot, will now host the Jeopardy National College Championship Tournament as primetime specials for ABC next year as well. Some are happy with the selections, but the majority of the internet is a little upset because everyone was hoping for LeVar Burton. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about that? Sorry, I'm getting distracted by the the remix of the Jeopardy thing. LeVar Burton should have been the guy. You know that. You know that was my guy. And so when I saw that yesterday, I'm like, why wouldn't they? We don't know Jeopardy that well. Like I don't, I've never watched it. Nor, no, right. nor will I ever watch it. No, you're right. Depending on who hosts. I don't have a dog in this race. That's true. But LeVar Burton's the guy. Like yeah. he's the guy. Like who is this producer guy? Well, who some, was he? Well, like some people thought it should be him just because he was so involved with the show. Like apparently, I like get that it. makes like he was like the right hand man. You but know what like, I mean? So you know, like Tom, our boss, is involved with our show. Doesn't mean he should be the host if something happens to me. You know what I mean? I mean, he could. I mean, he could. <laughs> be kind of awesome. Probably, probably his voice is, I mean, his voice is very soothing and fantastic, so I think people would be very pleased. Why hire somebody new? Tom needs another job. Yeah. Let him host the morning show on Mix. Southern Maryland. Y'all okay? Everybody good down there? Can you call your Southern Maryland friends and just make sure everybody's, everybody's good today? Very rarely do we get, like, wild news stories out of Maryland. Typically, we make fun of PA, you know? We're mm-hmm. like, PA's got some weird stuff going on up there. This one, we got to take full credit for, okay? Uh, actually, let me just play the news report. This is pretty much what's happening. Here's a large sinkhole swallowed up a car in Upper Marlboro. This was something else. Check uh-huh. it out, folks. WSSC tells us a water main break caused this hole early this morning on South Osborne Road. This is right off Crane Highway. Fire and EMS crews said the driver of this Cadillac went around the barricades and drove right into the hole and plunged into the water. Okay. So basically, just and this is a giant sinkhole yeah. in the asphalt, okay? So the, the crews come out, they put a barricade around it saying, like, listen, don't, don't, go, don't go over there. There's a big sinkhole. And then there's that one guy. We always, you always get that one guy in your group, you know, that's like... Mm. Not, you know, not, not thinking straight. And he's, I'm sure he's sitting there because he's got a big Cadillac. Uh-huh. And he's like, I bet I could do this. I bet I could get through this thing. Literally goes through the barricade. And oh, now wow. his whole car is stuck in a sinkhole. He's like, y'all are in my way. Yeah. I like to get through. It was like, he was like, I got to get to work so bad. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Then water starts filling the sinkhole. So now his car is fully immersed in this sinkhole. With water. What I love about this show is I know somebody knows this person. I know somebody listening right now knows, and I don't even have to say, like, then you know that one sinkhole that was down in uh, the PG County? You know the one I'm talking about. If your friend fell into a sinkhole, or if you're the guy or the girl that fell into the sinkhole, I really need to hear this story today. I'll put the phone number out there, 410-583-1065. Even if you just know the sinkhole person, 
And you'd like text him, be like, hey, they're talking about you on Mix 1065 right now. Yes. Because I really want to hear, like, why in the world did you go forward? <laughs> would you go forward knowing that there was a sinkhole right there? Yeah. We got it. Listen, that that's our bad. That's a Maryland. That's our bad on that one. 410-583-1065. We'll see if we can find that person this morning. Mix 1065. It's top three with Kramer and Jess. Trending stories in Baltimore and across the nation. Number three. The CEOs of Southwest Airlines, American Airlines, and Delta Airlines said they are not requiring unvaccinated employees to receive the shot, breaking with United Airlines' mandate that workers get vaccinated via October 25th or face getting fired. And in other vaccine news, the National Aquarium said eligible visitors can get vaccinated at the aquarium this weekend, and those who do so will get free admission. Anyone 12 or older can receive their first or second dose of the Pfizer vaccine at the aquarium's vaccination clinic. And the clinic will be held this Friday and Saturday from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. And then they'll also have another one next month, September 3rd and 4th. Pre-registration is available, but walk-ups are also welcome. I think that's that's cool. That's cool to offer it. I was just reading today about how Kanye West at his listening party in Atlanta, they did vaccines. They were like, they're offering vaccines on site, right? Oh, really? Out of 40,000 people that were there, how many people do you think actually did the vaccine? When they were there? Yeah. I mean... What do you think? Out of 40,000... Who would get? Oh wait! So did they have to get the vaccine in order to no. enter, or no. he was just, just they were offering it. while they were there? Yeah. Uh, maybe a thousand. That'd be pretty solid, actually. Four people. Four people. Four people. So again, listen, I'm vaccinated. Chose to be vaccinated. If you don't choose to, listen, I'm not, I'm not your mother. Um, but I just don't know how much these initiatives are gonna. This, it's like the same thing I've been talking about for a while now. Like I appreciate them, and I guess four is better than none, right? You know. Uh, but I, I, I can. We've had this debate on the show of like, is it worth it? And we have people that are calling in that say, "There's no way I'm getting the vaccine, no matter what they do." But then there's nurses that call to give a different perspective of like, "Listen, every person counts. If it's four people, that's four people." Mm-hmm. So I see both sides. Number two. Mattel has issued an apology for failing to include an Asian Barbie in their new collection of Olympic Barbie dolls meant to represent inclusivity and innovation. A spokesperson said in a statement, quote, our intention to represent the Asian community with the skateboarder doll fell short and we fully receive and recognize the feedback. And Mattel's mess up follows multiple achievements of Asian female Olympians this year, including Suni Lee, among American gymnasts who was the first Asian American to win gold in the gymnastics individual all around and Lee Kiefer, a Filipina-American fencer who was the first Asian-American woman to win a fencing gold. I just don't know how nobody caught that. No, it's ridiculous. The, you know? Like, the doll looks nothing at all. Like... You, you feel like you feel like somebody in a boardroom would be like, maybe we should just... Yeah, maybe we can just include everybody. So that'd be nice. Strong board. Number one. This pains me to report, but I shared with you yesterday that Friends stars David Schwimmer and Jennifer Aniston might possibly be a thing, and that actors, the actors had finally um, talked about a crush that they spoke about during the show's 25th reunion. David flew to New York, from New York to L.A. to see Jen. They went wine tasting together. Everything looked promising. Well, apparently, they are not dating. A rep for David says that there is no truth to these rumors of him dating Jen, but Jen still hasn't commented, so I low-key have a little bit of hope there. (laughs) However, Jen has said in the past that while they liked each other, they never acted on their attraction. She added that only, uh, not only could Courtney Cox and Lisa Kudrow verify her story, also, if she had hooked up with them in the past, she would be proud to share that news with the world. (laughs) Yeah, I told y'all yesterday. Y'all need to. That, that's just nah. That makes me sad. That's just that's not gonna happen. I mean, 
You never know. If if they were, though, let's just say they were to get together. I would explode. I'm thinking more of like, wow, he really, he did well for himself. What do you mean, he? I mean, if we're playing like who's in whose league, like, he won. They grew up together. That's fine. I don't care about that. I'm saying if we were to look at them as a couple. Uh-huh. Like, if they weren't David Swimmer and, and um, not Courtney Cox, um... What's her name? Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. If they weren't like those two celebrities and you saw them in real life, you'd be like, dang, boy, you did good, my guy. <laughs> this is Jess, and that was your top three. You'd be giving Pat on the back. I hope it works out, honestly. Throw him a parade. Charm City Secrets. With Kramer and Jess. On Mix 106.5. Can you call us and tell us how much chaos your kids cause when you weren't watching? Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, that can be that they ruined something. That can be that they destroyed something. That could be that they just ended up uh, at the top of a light pole for some way, somehow. <laughs> but you're like, I turned my head for one second. And then this is the result. And this is the chaos that ensued by not watching my kid for that amount of time. Yeah. Okay? Call us with your stories. Let's get the calls going. 410-583-1065. In case you're new to Charm City Secrets, welcome. We do this every Tuesday and Thursday morning around this time. And we always give you a topic, so it's your chance to call in, text in, vent that secret. Kramer and I hate keeping secrets, by the way. And we also have a voice disguiser, so nobody knows that it's you. Yeah, if you want to be completely anonymous, we got you covered. So, (laughs) survey's out this morning. So kids are, on, on average, are going to cost parents about $1,130 in damages <laughs> through their adolescent years. So a little over $1,000 yeah. is what you're going to pay just keeping your kids. And damages. And just the damages they're going to cause just by being kids. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? By breaking yeah. things, by an doing accident. everything else. Yeah. But like literally, it's like it's like you turn your head for one second. You're like, how did this happen? How were you able to do this? so fast. What kind of chaos did your kids cause when you just weren't watching for one second? 410-583-1065. Hey, Lizzie from Dundalk, good morning. Hey, good morning. So, how much chaos did your kids cause when you weren't watching? Oh, my God. Well, I got my lesson. I got that handed to me in a really cute package. (laughs) Basically, um, my husband and I have been kind of redoing a couple of rooms in our house. Mm -hmm. And um, DIY in it. We're we're doing it all together. And um, I was supposed to be watching our two-year-old. And I, I mean, sometimes you're just so exhausted, you literally can't not fall asleep. It all happened so quick. But then, you know, I and I probably was out for like five minutes or less. But um, when I woke up, I smell paint, and oh, no. we've been painting. We're, we're painting them yellow, by the way. Yeah. I, I, not my first choice, but you know, it's it's lovely. It's nice, and uh, I start to see little yellow handprints no. on no. like the coffee table, no. on the chair cushion, no. and I'm like, no, no. no. And then as I follow the trail, it gets worse and worse. And then I see footprints. And then it's like full, full puddles. So oh, clearly no. I'm working backwards yeah. here. And I go, I was like, <laughs> it's like horror move, horror music starts playing in my head. Yeah. And I open the office door and there is my little two-year-old girl <laughs> sitting in a pool of yellow paint. Having the best day of her life. It's not her fault. Like, clearly, unless she's like the freaking Hulk, like, we hammer it closed when we're done painting. But somehow she got it 
open. She was going somehow for it, my, huh? Somehow this is my husband's fault. I know, I know I wouldn't have, have left the paint can open. Yeah. But, um... She's as happy as a clam. I bet. Yellow, yellow head to toe. Yes. Our brand new, like just refinished hardwood floor, no. covered in yellow paint. No. Like, no. and she's <laughs> thrilled with herself. Like, look what I did. Yeah. She probably has been watching us paint, and is and just wanted to help. help. Just wanted to be yeah. part of it. You know, I can't blame her. I can't blame her at all. That sounds like not a fun project to clean up from at all. Uh, wow, yeah. wow, that was a wild. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for calling us. Kramer and Jess are spilling Charm City secrets on Mix 106.5. How much chaos did your kids cause when you weren't looking? Like you were watching them 99.9% of the day. And then just that like five <laughs> seconds, you got to go to the bathroom or something. And that's when chaos ensued. We found out today that kids on average cost parents about uh, $1,100, over $1,100 in damages to their adolescent years. Yeah. They're breaking stuff. They're ruining stuff. At $1,100, you're just throwing away, just trying to keep a kid upright. Alive. So what happened? You turned your head for one second, and what kind of chaos caused? Did they break something? Did they destroy something? Did they hurt themselves? Did they hurt somebody else? Were they on top of the roof somehow? Like 410-583-1065. This is Michelle in Annapolis. Hello, Michelle. Hi. How are you? We're really well. How are you? Um, thank you. Good. What happened? You, you turned your head for one second, and, and what kind of chaos did your kid cause? Well, uh, he was four at the time. He's now 20. And I would, had gone to the restroom because there was nap time and had baby gate up because I didn't want my youngest to climb up the stairs and, and get hurt yeah. because he was still a baby. And so he calmly comes in holding his arm and it's broken in two places and it looks like an F. No. And he's like, Mommy, look at my arm. And it's just like dangling around? Oh, yeah. How long, was, how long were you gone for real, though? Like, how long did you have your eyes off of your child? Literally 30 seconds. And he, he fell out of the... Is that what happened? He fell out? No, he climbed up on the outside of the railing of the steps and jumped like he was going to escape uh, from a fire. <laughs> and put his arms out to stop his fall, and that's how he broke it. 30 uh, seconds, broke his arm. Yeah. Kids can't be trusted, man. Thank you for calling us. Uh, thank you. See ya. 410-583-1065. Okay, Jess, you got to hear this story. This is uh, Diana from Kingsville. Good morning. Good morning. T- t- tell us the story. This this is like, ugh, no. It was just a second you were gone. Well, I um, I went to switch my laundry over, and I asked my oldest son, Perry. I said, hey, bud, can you watch your, your two brothers? The one is not really into things, but the other one was, you know, two years old. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and he's like, sure, Mom. Yeah. And I ran downstairs, and I came back upstairs, and I was like, where's your brother? And he's like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know. And oh, I no. said, okay, uh, buddy. And I had shut all my doors, but apparently not my bedroom door hard enough. And I walked into my bedroom, and I didn't see him still. And then I went into my bathroom, and he was covered in tarot and trap liquid. Oh, <gasps> my God. So I called poison control, yeah. and she said, um, to be honest with you, you probably have to consume six of them to really do any kind of damage to start. You just think about the size of an ant compared to your child. And that- I was like... Oh, valid. Okay. okay, valid. Okay, that's true. Much larger than an actual ant. Okay. Like that, a little less terrifying. Yes, but still, like how did that, and you went right for the ant killer? Like literally, you were gone for what, three minutes, and all like, of a sudden, you and the ant killer? The most, like, I know. Yeah. God, dangerous kids are wild, thing. man. Like, 
Well, that's why I'm driving. It's so much safer when they're strapped into car seats. Yes, <laughs> yes. Thank you so much for calling us. Oh, no problem. Hello, Dennis from Westminster. Good morning. Good morning. You turned your head for one second. How much chaos did your kids cause? <laughs> it was pretty bad. <laughs> well, what? They, uh, I, back in the day, uh, several years back, I, uh, I used to build motorcycle drag racing chassis. Okay. And I just finished building this chassis for a customer and it was complete engine was in it it was ready to go to the customer and i was doing the final prep work on it to, to give it to the customer and yeah. my my daughter was uh, two or three years old oh, no. and she picked up this little quarter inch bolt that was laying on the on the shop floor no. and she was picking this thing up and she was just kind of poking around in, in the you know on the motorcycle and any kind of hole she could find to stick it in she was just kind of sticking it in and no. pull it back out she was playing yeah so I turned my head and I and I heard this clink 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 and I went, what the heck was that? Yeah. I turned around and she was looking down in the spark plug hole. Oh God. And <laughs> oh God. So she had dropped this quarter inch bolt down inside a spark plug hole oh, and it was down no. inside the engine. <laughs> did, it, did it ruin the engine? Yeah, like what do you have to do to fix it? And how much did that cost you? Well, I, <laughs> I I tried fishing it out. I worked tried to get it out for almost forty five minutes, and I just couldn't get it out. <laughs> I'm like, what are the so, odds, too? Like, why, <laughs> why down there? You know, like, why? You know, it took me. I ended up having to completely disassemble the engine uh, and to get that bolt out. No, so, uh, it, it, the, the cost on something like that was probably twelve to fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Of that. One little display, man. So funny. Thank you for calling us. No problem. Thank you. 410-583-1065. Uh, going to? The Lindsay on three. Let's go to Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. Good morning. Good morning. How much chaos did your kids cause when you weren't looking? So my two boys are 14 months apart, and at the time they were four and five. Okay. And we went to an outdoor restaurant to eat crabs, mm -hmm. and it had, like, a playground and, you know, a place where we could, like, eat crabs and know that they would be occupied. Yeah, yeah. And, and my girlfriend's daughter came over to us and said, uh, you know, your kids are swimming. And I looked over, and they had completely undressed. I think they still had underwear on and gotten in the pond <laughs> that was next to the playground in yeah. the... The eating area. Yeah. yeah, yeah. One second, you turn. You're just trying to enjoy some crabs, yes, you know. And just completely just, uh, Enjoy a nice they evening. They thought it was time to go swimming. Yeah. Well, hang on. Don't don't answer this question yet. I'm going to ask Jess what she predicts how this story ended. Your kids are end up swimming in like the in the little pond outside the restaurant. Okay. You get them out. I'm sure. Do you go home at that point? You think you think she went home or does she stay and finish eating and finish eating oh. with her kids in wet clothes? Oh, you stay and finish eating. I don't know. I feel like if your kids are wet, maybe you leave at that point. Did you stay or did you go? So their clothes weren't wet. <laughs> exactly. Because oh, they were skinny dipping. They took oh, off their true. clothes. Plus they, they, they can dry fine. off. Come they were on, completely man. fine. Okay. All right. Valid point. So funny. And, and you know, Maryland crab. You have to finish our crab. You have exactly. to. Don't you dare leave a crab. You can't waste money. That'd be, that'd be a waste right there. That's a funny one. Ashley in Pasadena, good morning. Good morning. How much chaos did your kids cause when you weren't watching? Um, well, considering I have four of them. Oh, boy. Plenty. Yes. Um, luckily, no. I mean, a few emergency room visits, but the one that stands out in my mind the most would probably be when my twins were about, they were almost two. Mm -hmm. I had just had my 
third, she was a baby. Yeah. And the twins were really into kids pop. And we had just gotten them a CD player for Christmas. Yeah. And they were in their room listening to kids pop. Yes. And we thought everything was fine. <laughs> and we go in to check on them. And the entire room is covered in white smoke. There was baby powder everywhere. No. 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 They went, cor- they went off. They went crazy. How They're like fist pumping and throwing baby powder you know everywhere. Like, they were so happy. They were so excited. They were like, look at this. What What I, year was I'm this? What, baby powder. what year approximately was this? This was back in 2006. 2006. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to think of what song was really popular for kids, Bob. What it just made them wild out. You know what I mean? I mean, I think it was Boom Boom Pal. Boom oh, Boom. Oh, that's how perfect. Do you not, <laughs> how do you not go off when Boom Boom Pal comes on? I don't care how old you are. I'm oh, not that's mad perfect. at them. I'm not mad one bit. That's hilarious. Thank you. And I think so last week they had fun with Vaseline. Team running out. Told me, look how tiny we are. Yeah, yes. you're like, you need to get you in the shower like right now. Um, Wow, and what a mess to clean up. Thank you so much for calling us. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com.